When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today's episode, number 239, is all about my weight loss journey. And I call it part two because if you are a loyal listener of this podcast, then you know back in October of 2017, I talked about my struggles with weight loss for the first time, meaning I had never really talked about that at all to you. And the reason for that is I was incredibly embarrassed about my weight. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's only nine minutes. I encourage you to do so. I'll link to it in the show notes for this episode. But basically, I went on my podcast and I told the truth about why I did not love doing video. Because if anyone knew me, they knew that I'd say, video is not my favorite thing to do. I do not love it. I do it because I need to in my business, but if I had a choice, I wouldn't do it at all. Like I had always said that for years and I didn't use a lot of video. I didn't use video in my webinars. I didn't use video in any of my courses and I would jump on Facebook live once a week, but only in a private Facebook group for my students. So I just wasn't doing a lot of video. Now, fast forward to today and it's November of 2018 when I'm recording this and things look a lot different, (laughs) I should say. And it's been about a year since that episode, which I just, it just kind of clicked for me like, whoa, it's been about a year since I recorded that. It feels like it was yesterday, which is really weird, but time flies, right? Okay. So here's why I'm doing this episode. I want to tell you about my progress. And I also want to give you a glimpse into basically a day in the life of what my life looks like now that I've been on this weight loss journey and where I'm going with it and why it's working and all that good stuff. So I'll tell you, I started losing weight. Like I made a commitment on March 25th of 2018. And since then, as of this morning, because you can bet I got on the scale, (laughs) I've lost a little over 58 pounds. So my goal is to lose 100 pounds. We'll see when I get closer to that, if that's really what I want to do or not, maybe a little less. But 
I'm over halfway there, which is really exciting. And I wanted to talk to you about, again, what that looks like and what I'm doing, not necessarily what I'm eating, although I will talk about that because I know being a girl that has wanted to lose weight for a very, very long time, when someone loses weight, the first thing I want to ask is, what are you eating? What diet are you on? How did you do that? I That is a very normal question, although as I've lost weight and as I'm in a better place, I know that's like the least important question now. I know that what I'm eating is really not the story that I want to tell you, but I know that it is one that I'm asked about a lot. So I'm just going to go there, but give me a second and I'll get there. (laughs) I want to talk about the more important things first that have made a huge shift in my life. Now, I just like to tell you where we're going with this conversation. I'm going to bring it on back to how this has affected my business and what looks very different. And now that we're moving into 2019, what I have on the horizon because I have finally gotten to a place that I have put myself first and my health first, and it has rocked my business in like the best way possible. And so I wanted to share that with you as well. And if you don't need to lose weight and that's not your thing, I bet there is something that's holding you back, something you're struggling with, likely more mentally than physically, but maybe not, but that is holding you back that I really pray as you hear about my progress and what I'm doing, you decide, okay, enough is enough. I'm I'm going to figure this out in my own personal way so that this does not hold me back from living the life I want to live or building the business I want to build. Because my weight was holding me back from both of those, like dramatically. So I'll talk about that a little bit more as well. So I was laying in bed this morning. It's very early. It's 5 a.m. And I was laying in bed with Scout and Hobie's at the fire station. So it was just the two of us. And I was thinking, what do I want from this episode? And I want it to just be a conversation. I know that you can't be a part of it in that way, but I just want to tell you what's been going on. Just like if you came over for coffee and you're like, Amy, what have you been doing? Like, I know you've lost all this weight. Like, what's been going on? And let's just pretend we're sitting in my kitchen drinking a cup of coffee and I just tell you about it. Good? I know, a little bit different than my regular episodes, but I thought it would be kind of cool. Okay, so back in October, I did the episode. It was all about, hey, I hate video. And the reason I hate video is I'm overweight and I'm embarrassed about it. And I don't know what I'm going to do about it, but I wanted to publicly put that out there. And I just wanted to share it with you because it's something I feel that has been secretive, although not so secret when you can see it on me. And so just saying it, just putting it out there into the world with my audience who I love dearly, there was a shift. I didn't feel like I was in hiding anymore. And I think it opened up a space for me to start thinking about what was possible. Maybe I want to change this. What would I do? And so one thing I did, and again, this is starting in the end of March, is I hired a weight loss coach. Now, I've talked about this on my podcast a little already, but I just got to tell you how this happened. My sister, who doesn't need to lose a pound, 
Gotta love that, right? We are very, very different, but I love her dearly. She's two years older than me. And she started listening to this podcast called Losing 100 Pounds, which I think is hilarious because again, she doesn't need to lose any weight, but she's always taking care of herself and staying healthy. And she just loved the podcast. And so she said, you got to listen to this podcast. And I thought, all right, yeah, I'll get to it. And then never did. Because my sister, being the older sister and being super bossy, has a lot of recommendations and suggestions for me. So that was one I just thought, I'll get to it later. She called me again when I was on my way up to Orange County, where she lives, where I grew up, about an hour from Carlsbad. And she said, while you're driving up, listen to this podcast. You're going to love it. This this woman is super funny and she just gives you a lot of tough love. And my sister wasn't encouraging me to listen to it because she thought I needed to lose weight. She knew my struggle. She knew I wanted to change things. So she was just being helpful. And so in the car on the way up, I listened and I was hooked. Like, who is this crazy woman? And she is, I say crazy just because she just says it as it is. Like she is so beyond anybody I know in the weight loss world in terms of what she teaches and what she says. She loves to use the F word. So if you do go listen to this podcast, I warn you, it just is part of her charm. But her name is Corinne Crabtree and her podcast is excellent. Losing 100 pounds, you can find it on iTunes. So anyway, I started listening to this podcast and I binge listened to the podcast all the way up to my sisters. We talked all about it all the way back then that night I, I got this energy to clean out my closet. I listened to it the whole time I did that. And so I thought, I love this woman. And in my mind, this comes from my Tony Robbins days. I always think, okay, if, if this is so good for me, how can I go deeper? Like that is like a Tony Robbins thing that he teaches, like go to the source. So I thought, well, I want to hire this woman. And I bet she's not for hire, (laughs) like meaning I thought she had a membership site. I wasn't sure, but I thought I need her to be my coach. And so I wanted to reach out to her and I don't know what clicked in my head, but all of a sudden I thought, you know, for some reason, this woman's name is sounding familiar. Like this is two days later after I binge listened. Why is her name sounding familiar to me? And then it clicked and I realized that she was a student of mine. And guys, I did not know that when I was listening. What I think clicked is like on the second, third day when I was binge listening, she mentioned she had a webinar. And I think this is very egotistical of me, but I thought, she does webinars? I wonder if she knows me. (laughs) I know. What the hell? But I, this is what I was thinking in my head. There's not a lot of female entrepreneurs that teach webinars. And she had a course and I just thought, I wonder if this woman knows me. Well, she turned out to be a student. And not only that, she's a star student. And Angie on my team had just met with her weeks earlier. She's in Nashville. And so is Angie to get a testimonial. (laughs) How crazy is that? But for days, I had no idea. So I loved her even before I knew she was a star student. How cool, right? So when I reached out to Angie, I said, wait a second, is this the woman you interviewed a few weeks ago? And she's like, yes, I loved her. And I said, can I have her phone number, please? So I sent Corinne a text. I asked if she would coach me and she doesn't do that kind of thing. That's not her normal thing, but she made an exception. And so I have been coaching with her every Friday morning at 7 a.m. since March and we've been working on my weight loss journey. And so I got very lucky that she said yes. And 
Another thing, if, if you can't get coached by her, but you, it sounds like you love her as much as I do after I talked about, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how we work together. You got to check out her tribe. It's fit and fat. So pH, not an F fit and fat. And it's just PNP tribe. I'm going to link to all of this in my show notes. Check out her tribe. It's not open right now, but it will open up in January and it's really good. So I'm in there as well. So you don't need to be coached by her one-on-one in order to get all the goodness of what she offers. Check out the tribe if you're curious. Okay. I am not an affiliate. I just love her. So let's talk about this. So she coaches me every Friday morning and we rarely talk about the food, although I am going to tell you what I eat and my daily schedule. We rarely talk about the food. We rarely talk about a special diet or any of that because she doesn't have a special diet. We talk about the emotions. Yeah, the emotions. And specifically, she has taught me to stop eating my emotions. I told you back in October, I eat when I'm sad. I eat when I'm stressed, or I should say I ate when I was sad or stressed or overwhelmed or frustrated or even happy or bored, which is rarely happens in my life, but I eat and I eat to numb the emotions I don't want to feel. And so with that, Corinne started working with me about feeling the emotions and not being afraid of them. And what would that look like if I felt them? And what would I do with that? And it's was rough in the beginning for sure, but I can honestly tell you I am not an emotional eater anymore. And I have been since I was a very little girl. And so that has been life-changing for me. I just feel like I, I can go through the world in a way that I am stronger. I make better decisions. I have a clearer head and uh, stress still is part of my life with my business and everything like that, but I don't eat the stress, which is a huge difference. Now we're working on, I'm getting ahead of myself, but we're working on managing my stress and making sure that it's just not my go-to emotion, which right now it is. Like I just go to stress. I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. I This is too much work. Like right now I'm creating a course. And so that feels again, very stressful to me. So she's trying to actually take that word out of my vocabulary. So that's, we're working on more elevated problems now because I've been able to move past the challenge of emotional eating, which is really cool. Now let's not get crazy. I still sometimes want to eat when I'm stressed or overwhelmed. I just now choose not to. And I have the tools to do so. So speaking of tools, one thing that's helped me immensely is something called the self-coaching model. And you all know I love me a little Brooke Castillo, right? So she's been on the show, one of the most popular episodes. I'll link to it in the show notes. It was so good. It's like why you don't take action was the conversation we had. But it just so happens that Corinne is a star student of Brooke's coaching program as well. So Corinne is a life coach. I've kind of gotten on this crusade. I never thought I would say this before. I think everybody needs a life coach. Every single person, someone on my team, I won't name a name because I never asked her if I could, but I encourage someone on my team to get a life coach and she's like over the moon in love with her life coach. It's just someone that you can check in with once a week and they kind of help you get your head on straight. So anyway, Corinne's a life coach. She got her life coach certification through Brooke Castillo's program. And so Corinne teaches using something called the self-coaching model. 
And basically, the model examines your current thoughts and feelings about a circumstance and addresses your actions and results from those thoughts and feelings. So there are intentional models, the models you want, and you you talk about running a model. So there's a model you want to run, and then there's models that are unintentional that you don't want to be running. And the goal is to create these intentional models. And there are multiple models because there's a model for how I deal with a fight with Hobie. There's a model for how I deal with emotional eating. There's a model for how I deal with somebody saying something to me that where I make a story about what it means. That's an unintentional model that I need to move into an, an in, okay, now my words are an intentional and unintentional. <laughs> those words kind of get mumbled up in my head. So if someone says something about me that I feel is very negative and it hurts my feelings and I make it mean something, that's an unintentional model. And Corinne helps me see that and works with me on our calls to move it to an intentional model that serves me. So basically, it allows me to look at things differently and examine my thoughts and feelings and helps me choose better thoughts and feelings. So that's been a huge shift for me. If anybody has spent time with me in the last probably six months, they have seen this shift where I choose more intentional models. And I have, I wouldn't say eliminated by all means, I'm not there, but I have decreased the stories that I make up, the negative stories that I make up about things that have happened in my life. And so that's been big. So basically, the model has taught me how I can move away from a completely negative thought to a place where my thoughts totally serve me in the best possible way. I mean, you can't have a bad day when that is happening, right? It's incredible. And I'm not an expert in these models. I'm still learning. So they're a little bit more difficult for me to explain. Brooke and Corinne might be cringing right now. So with that, I think you should listen to an episode that Brooke did about models on her podcast, and I will link to it in the show notes. Guys, it's changed my life, this idea of a self-coaching model, and I use it every single day. And now that one of my team members has a life coach and she's learning the models, we literally communicate with models, which is life-changing. So it's really cool, and I highly recommend if you're struggling in your life about anything, to at least think about working with a life coach. So of course you can get a therapist, a whatever uh, you want to find in your life, but a life coach just, just was really the thing that clicked for me. I never thought I'd say that. So really cool. Okay. So overall, the weight loss has happened because I have not been emotionally eating and I have become so mindful of the thoughts and feelings and the actions that result from them. So I am often changing my thought or changing my feeling because I have learned we have total control of that. There's a lot we can't control in this world, but I have total control of my thoughts and feelings, and I choose better thoughts and feelings every day. And guys, I swear to God, that has affected my business dramatically. Now, definitely in the revenue. Like we have been making more money in the last few months than we have in a long time. But even more importantly than that, the connection with my audience is dramatically different. I appreciate 
you all more. I get to celebrate you all more. My head just feels like in the right place because I'm not bogged down with negative thoughts or insecurities about my weight or feeling like a failure. Or if I do feel like a failure, I can change that thought into something at least neutral. Sometimes I just have to go to neutral. Like I tell Corinne, like, I can't go to, I feel like a failure today because I messed something up to, I am a superstar. Like that, it feels so fake to me. And she's like, then don't go there. Like, let's get you neutral where I don't feel like a superstar today, but I sure as heck don't feel like a failure. Like these are the baby steps that I have to take with this model. And again, it's changed my life, like truly. Okay, so I wanted to share that all with you and just give you kind of a little bit of those pieces. But also I want to transition into another thing that's helped me. And that is for the first time in my entire life, I have put myself in this weight loss journey and my health overall in front of work. And for all of my workaholics out there, I'm raising my hand with you right now. That is a big deal and has been a huge struggle. (laughs) Like I, even yesterday, I had to choose walking scout over figuring out a freaking challenge I was having in my business yesterday, which is something not working right. And I wanted to sit at that computer and figure it out. And my team was waiting for me to figure it out. But my commitment is that I work out three times a week with weights and I do it with Jeff McMahon. He's my virtual trainer and I'll link to him in my show notes. I've talked about him before three times a week in my garage. I do not like it. It's not my favorite thing. Sorry, Jeff. Although I do like the results. And as I'm losing weight, I don't want to be flabby. So I, I need to work out with weights three times a week. And then every day, my goal is a walk with Scout and at least 30 minutes. If it's a good day, I do one in the morning and one in the evening. So things have been very busy with me creating this brand new course. And so the walks have been minimal, meaning either not at all for the last week when I was filming, but that's an exception. But like yesterday, I got two walks in, but I really, I've been so busy. I really had to make it happen. But that's the point of what I'm telling you here. I have to put my food and what I eat, my meal prep and my rest and my workouts in front of work. And that I feel as a leader, because I want to step into this leadership role more so in 2019 than I've ever done for my team. I'm actually working on that. We're re-engineering the team a bit using a rocket fuel and traction expert. He's an EOS expert, total side note. But I'm going to tell you guys about that in a, in a coming episode. It's been amazing as well. But anyway, I want to be a better leader. And to be a better leader, I need to put my health before work and I need my team to do the same. And I saw, I saw Chloe modeling me, not intentionally, but I saw her not going to her chiropractor or not taking the time to have a spa day or not even getting breakfast. Like I saw her getting into those habits and we work very closely together. You guys know Chloe's my integrator. So I thought, if this is what I'm doing, and she works so closely with me. Of course, she's just going to say, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes because that's her attitude. And I don't want her health suffering either. So I feel like I just have to be a better example on the team. So that is one thing I think of my team as well as myself when I put the workouts and the food and all that first. So two walks a day with Scout, 
It's a good day when that's happening. Working out in my garage three days a week, good thing. Uh, I I stick to that pretty religiously unless I'm if I'm traveling. And I also I say meal prep. I don't do the meal prep. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I do meal prepping. Like I've I've got food. Uh, ahead of time before it's time to eat. So that part is important. I completely cheat and have people help me there. Guys, I'm the first of all, I'm the worst cook in the world, my poor, poor husband, and I don't enjoy cooking. I wish I did, but I don't. So I got to get help in that area. Oh, I also, with this idea of putting myself first and my health first, I let go of the mentality that it's all or nothing. And I am an all or nothing girl. And so that's when when Brooke Castillo said, do B minus work, I was like, shut your mouth. That is not all or nothing. A plus or don't do it at all. Now, I don't necessarily subscribe to A plus or don't do it at all, just for the record. But in the back of my mind, it's like, do it the best you can. I don't choose don't do it at all, but do it the best you can is going to drive me into the ground early, (laughs) early grave. So anyway, I've moved away from this all or nothing mentality. So a messy day, um, a big mess up, maybe the food just wasn't good that day. Like I just went off of my plan. What I've learned through working with my coach is that I get right back on. I usually do some journaling. I don't love journaling, but I will. I'll work out on paper why something happened, why it's a bad day, why I'm gravitating towards stress, why I'm doing this or that. I got to write it out. And typically we use Slack to go back and forth, my coach and I. So I'll have to let her know on Slack what the heck happened there. So I used to let a bad day mean a bad month, meaning if I ate something that was off plan, well, I might as well eat the whole house now. So I don't do that anymore, and I don't let bad days at work mess up my whole week at work either. So the all-or-nothing mentality, I've worked on letting that go. Okay, so let's talk about the food. If you're curious about what my food looks like and how I lost 58 pounds since the end of March, I do believe that there are a few core things, or I know there are a few core things that I've done that have helped me immensely. And these are all from Corinne's tribe that she's created, this PNP tribe. She's got four basics that you follow. And I'm going to tell you what those basics are. One of them is that you plan your food 24 hours in advance. So basically what that really means for me, it might not be 24 hours, but the night before I decide what I will eat the next day. And the reason for this is that it definitely cuts out a lot of the emotional eating because if it wasn't on the plan, I'm not eating it the next day. So if an emotion comes up that I want to eat through, I don't really have any options to eat. (laughs) So basically, I plan my breakfast, lunch, and dinner the night before. So I know exactly what the day is going to look like the next day. And I do not eat off of my plan. So that has been huge for me. And guys, I really love simplicity. I like not having to think about what I'm going to eat. I like the idea of not having to sit in front of the fridge and say like, what am I going to do here? So that does not happen for me. I just know what I'm eating and I write it down the night before. Takes me minutes. The second thing is that you have to drink water. And so I drink half my weight in ounces of water every single day. And it's just a non-negotiable. 
That's what I do. The other thing is you have to get seven hours of sleep each night. Now, I'm an eight-hour sleep a night kind of girl, so that's pretty easy. That was kind of a no-brainer for me. Lately, creating this course and filming it and all this crazy stuff that's gone on in the last few weeks, six or seven hours have been happening, so I try to take a nap in the afternoon, but sleep is part of her basic plan. And then the fourth one is you eat only when you're hungry and you stop when you're satisfied. Notice I didn't say full. I eat a lot, lot, lot less than I used to. And my body is totally fine for it. Like I feel good. I have tons of energy. I have a clear head, but it's amazing how little I eat compared to what I did eat. And so she's got this scale and I won't get into the details, but basically it's called eating two to two. So when my body is at a negative two, when my stomach is grumbling just a little, I know I'm physically hungry. I eat and I only eat to a two, a positive two, which is where I feel comfortable, satisfied, not even close to full. And that's what I do. I eat two to two with every single meal. Now it doesn't always happen that way, but that's my goal. Uh, That's probably the one I've struggled with the most. I like food when it's delicious. I do not want to stop. And so it took me a long time to know what that two to two looks like. And I got very freaked out in the beginning, like, what if I get hungry? What am I going to do? And she's like, what are you going to do? Like, is it going to kill you? So I think she has this funny saying, if it's not going to kill you or get you pregnant, you're good to go. (laughs) So I said, okay, let's just try this. So anyway. Another thing I don't do, and this is not part of her basics, so you this does not have to be part of your plan if you wanted to sign up with her, is that I do not snack, or rarely, I should say. If I am very, very hungry, if I'm working extra hard, I got up extra early, there's more hours in the day where I'm active, and my stomach's growling, I will have something, but on a normal day, I only eat three meals a day. And here's why that works for me. Because I was such a huge overeater, meaning like I, I shouldn't say overeater, emotional eater, because that was a huge part of my life. I had a hard time identifying, am I eating because of stress or am I hungry? So to get clear about what hunger felt like and looked like for me, I had to take out all the snacks. Snacks really made it murky for me. And it's been amazing. So the no snacking has been awesome because It allows me to be very honest with myself about when I'm hungry and when I'm full or satisfied. So I don't, I do not snack on most days unless usually when I'm traveling is when the longer days happen and I might grab a protein bar or something. But I also am very mindful of the snacks. If I'm grabbing a uh, donut, it's likely emotional eating, right? So speaking of donuts, let's talk about the foods I eat because I don't eat a lot of donuts, although. If you told me I could eat five donuts every day and it wouldn't affect my body, I would. So that is a food I do love, but it's not really part of this plan. So Corinne does not have eating plans. She does not say keto or paleo or Weight Watchers or anything like that. She actually is not a fan of any of that. She's a fan of eating what is right for your body and you figuring that out. And if you want to do keto while you're working with her, she, she while you're in her tribe, that's fine. But she's not going to talk about that diet and tell you what's good about it and what's not. So that's what's so unusual and different and refreshing about working with this, working with my weight loss coach is that 
we don't make it about a certain diet. Her thing is, you whatever you choose to do, you got to do for the rest of your life. So I think about being 80 years old, sitting on a porch bench with Hobie, <laughs> our porch bench, yeah, a, a rocking chair, sitting on a rocking chair with Hobie, being 80 years old and still eating the same way, would that work? And in most cases, yes. There's one thing that probably won't happen when I'm 80, and I'll talk about that. But all the other stuff, yeah, I could do this. So that's her whole thing. Whatever you choose to do, this is a lifetime commitment. And that feels very secure to me. That feels good. Okay, so let's talk about what I eat. I have to tell you guys, if you read the book Year of Yes by my favorite Shonda Rhimes, she talks about like people saying, but Shonda, what did you eat? What did you eat? She lost over a hundred pounds. So telling you guys, this reminds me of that book. So all of you who love the book as much as I do, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So I drink bulletproof coffee every single morning. I made a video about it and I actually put it as a highlight on Instagram, exactly what goes into my bulletproof coffee and how I make it in the products I use, because I do throw some collagen in there and little bulletproof MCT oil and I make it good. So if you go to Instagram, I'm just Amy Porterfield on Instagram, and you know those highlights across my newsfeed, or not my newsfeed, my profile. One of the highlights, I think, says coffee, and it shows you exactly how I make it in my kitchen. Okay, so I do that every morning for breakfast, and then I do not eat until lunch. Now, I'm hungry by noon, so let's say at 8 a.m. I have the Bulletproof Coffee. I am ready to eat at noon. And I might even, if I wake up early, like this morning at 5 a.m., I'm having just a regular cup of coffee right now. So I'll have my Bulletproof after I work out, and then I'll wait till lunch to eat. Now let's talk about lunch. Every day at lunch, I have the same thing, and this just works for me. And I call it Mom's Salad Bar, because my sweet mom, Bev, comes over once a week, and she cuts up all the veggies and prepares everything in Tupperware for my salads. And I have a salad bar every day. So she might put chicken in it or salmon, but then tons of veggies. And it's just so easy for me. And when my team comes over, uh, like Jill, my content manager, she stayed with me while I created the brand new course last week. Every day she had a mom's salad. She was such a trooper, but it just works for me. And so my mom lives five minutes away and she's retired and she is just a great mom. So she just helps me out. So that's what I have every day at lunch. And then for dinner, I eat model meals. So I'm going to link to model meals. It's not in every area. It's fresh food delivered as meals. So it's meal prep. And I get it every Sunday night and every Wednesday night to fill in the week. And so model meals just happens to be Whole30 approved. That's not why I do it. I just love it. It's clean. It um, works for my body. I do think I have some gluten sensitivities, not a lot, but a little. So it's gluten-free and that works for me, but I eat model meals almost every night unless I'm going out to eat or unless I'm traveling or unless I have a date night with Hobie, which I'll talk about what date nights look like. So I know Model Meals is, are in Austin, in San Francisco, in Orange County, in San Diego. I don't know where else they are, though, but I will link to it, and you can get a coupon code, I think. So I'll try that, but I highly recommend them. Okay, so uh, shout out to Danica, my sweet friend, who is the founder of Model Meals. I'm going to be on her show coming up here, so that will be a lot of fun. All right, let's look at my list here. 
oh, I wanted to make a note that my meal plan is super boring. Oh, and I wanted to make a note that when I'm 80, I'm likely not eating model meals, but basically I'm just eating clean. I do eat clean. I don't eat, I don't eat any sugar except on what is called an exception meal. Other people might call it a cheat day, but I do have a cheat meal that we do not call it cheat, but I do have one every single week and it's mandatory. So my weight loss coach says, okay, when are you having your exception meals, what they're called in my world? And in the beginning, I didn't want to have them because you're supposed to still eat a two to two, meaning you're not gorging on whatever the exception meal was. And what's hard for me is Hobie and I will go on date night and my favorite exception meal is a glass of red wine and a really good cheese platter (laughs) with bread, of course. And so that's hard for me to stop eating when I'm just satisfied. But the thing is, Corinne said, that's why we do it. You've got to learn these habits so that they can become your normal everyday lifetime habits of eating. So every week I do what's really cool. Hobie, you and I used to not do date nights. Now we do because this is part of my plan and he loves that. He doesn't have wine and cheese. He has like a burger and fries, but which is really fun watching him eat in front of me. But Hobie has not changed his eating. He supports me and he loves me through it. And the other day I had a baby shower for Rick Mulready. Rick, love you. By the time this comes out, I think your baby will be here but we had cupcakes and I had one because I I planned it. But then I told Hobie when we were washing the dishes, we had a bunch of leftover and I said, I want all of those. And he looked at me and he said, you've worked too hard. And like just having that support and him saying that was everything because it snapped me out of it. And I thought I have, and I know where I want to go and it's not worth any cupcakes. So I didn't have them, but I had to give them away quickly. So I did. So anyway, I go on these date nights. I have my exception meal. I struggle with stopping when I'm satisfied. And sometimes I overeat and the scale shows it and I just get back right on track. I do something else that's a little controversial. Please, I pray that you guys don't text me or email me or DM me, I mean, and tell me that this is bad or wrong. Let's just let each of us kind of do our own thing because what I'm doing is working for me, but it might not work for you. And that is I weigh myself every single day every single day. And I have since March 25th. And the reason for that is I wanted to take out the challenge I had with the scale. I wanted to see the scale go down, but I also needed to learn to see the scale go up and just be okay. That it is a number. It doesn't define me. It doesn't say who I am or how good I am or how bad I am. That is still a struggle sometimes. So I'll get on the scale after an exception meal and it will go up, easily go up a pound right away. And Corinne says, this is normal. This is what happens. This is life. But I want to cry sometimes. like, Or maybe like when I'm really stressed, the scale does not move. My body is holding on to that weight for dear life to protect me. And so that's another thing. The scale, if I watch it for days and days and days, not move, but knowing my food is super clean and I'm eating exactly on my plan, then I know, Amy, you've got to manage the stress. And so I'll, I'll take measures to, I go to acupuncture now once a week and I make a priority for that. And I've got to walk away from the work. I'm more stressed now than ever because I'm creating like the best course I've ever created in my life. And it has added more work and just pressure. I put the pressure on myself. I'm well aware that it's not necessary. It is kind of my vice and the thing I need to work on more than anything. So anyway, I weigh myself every single day and I, 
write it down. And it's really cool to look back at all the months and just the slow weight loss and seeing where it spiked and where it went down. It's just been a really big education for me. So that is what I do. Okay. So I want to wrap this up, but I kind of want to bring it back to what I started, the conversation I started in October, which was I got on that podcast and said, I don't like video. And the truth is I don't like video because I'm embarrassed and ashamed about my weight. And I want to make that known because I feel like it's a dirty secret and I don't want it to feel that way anymore. Well, if you fast forward one year ahead, last week for five days in a row, I was on camera filming my eighth program. It's called Digital Course Academy, where I get to teach my students how to create a digital course from scratch and how to launch it with webinars. And there are over 60 videos. They're short, by the way, but 60 videos where I am direct to camera. I don't even know who I am. (laughs) Who is this girl that a year ago said, I am so embarrassed to get on camera. Now, I do want to point out that I wish back in October, I just love myself for who I was. And that was really the point of that episode. I wanted to love myself where I was in that moment. And I started to, which led me on the weight loss journey. I started to accept myself and find good in myself no matter what weight I was. And that opened up some doors for me. So just know that I'm not saying you have to lose weight to get on camera, that my journey has looked like that. But holy cow, I, no matter what weight you are, I will pray that you do what you want to do in your business, in your life. And for me, it just looked a little bit different. I needed to go on this journey. But the fact that I embraced video in this eighth online course of mine, and I feel like it's the best thing I've ever created. It's the best thing I ever created because I've, I showed up in a way that I was my best self. I felt confident and I was very, very confident in the content I was teaching. I worked very hard with my team and making sure we taught you exactly what you needed to be taught in the order you needed to be taught it in, in order for you to be a huge success to create digital courses in your business. I just wanted to put it out there that if something is holding you back and you're not doing something in your business or in your life because of how you look or how you feel or how you think, You have the power to change that in whatever way you want to change it. You don't need to change a thing about how you look, but you could change how you think about yourself and the stories that you're making up in your head that are not serving you. So I just wanted to put that out there. I feel like I have come a long way and I really can't wait to put this new program out into the world for all of you because I think it's the best work I've ever done and I believe that it will change lives and transform businesses and help people make a huge impact in this world and make a lot of money in your business as well, which we are not ashamed to talk about over here on this podcast, right? So just wanted to put that out there. I finally have stopped playing a smaller game in my head and in my life and in my business. I want to do big things. I have big goals. Next year is going to be the most epic year that I've ever had in my business. I know this to be true. And it's going to start with launching Digital Course Academy in January. And then, of course, I'm going to be promoting B-School in February. And then we're going to open up a membership site this year or in 2019. And it's for a more elevated audience, meaning 
those that are ready to up-level in their business and make a bigger impact, make more money with digital courses in a really significant way. And so I'll be talking about that as well. But we're going to keep it simple next year. We're not going to have a bunch of programs. I'm actually, by the time this goes live within a day or two, I'm retiring courses that convert and webinars that convert, meaning I am no longer selling them. So that's a huge, huge shift in my business. But that's because Digital Course Academy is taking the place and is a million times better. And if you're my student, if you're listening to this in November of 2018, if you are a student of courses that convert or webinars that convert, pay close attention to the emails you receive in January because you will be offered a significant discount into the new program, but that discount is only lasting during my promo in January and then it will go away. So pay close attention so you don't miss it. And if you're interested in joining Digital Course Academy next week's episode, I will be talking about it a little bit more and tell you where you can get on the wait list. So that's coming up. Okay. So more than anything, I wanted to enjoy a cup of coffee with you. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation and I hope you were sipping coffee while we were chatting about my weight loss. This episode is so different than the the rest of the episodes I typically do and definitely more off the cuff, less of an outline, more of a conversation, but I just wanted to tell you what the journey looks like part two and I'll keep you on this journey and I will be honest about the hard days and when it's not working and when it is working, but overall it's always going to be working because I'm just going to treat it as this is my life now. This is what I do. This is how I do it. And I hope this episode inspired you in one way or another to make sure that you do not play small and do not let anything hold you back. You definitely are destined for big things in your life. And I hope that I get to go on that journey with you. All right, guys. Love you dearly. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.